Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. All right, today we're talking about Book Lovers by Emily Henry. And this is um, a big favorite for both yes. of us. So we're very excited to have this conversation. We will keep this spoiler free and, um, or we'll warn you if there's a spoiler and yeah. Do you want to just jump in? Absolutely. Um, we talked about Emily Henry before, but this is actually the first time that we've talked about her, really her rom-coms, her, um, adult romance. And yeah, which is really what she's known for now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. And Beach Love, uh, Beach Reads mm-hmm. um, is really that big one that kind of threw her on the scene. And she's just yeah. been huge and kind of exploding. But, and I loved Beach Read. Yeah. Me and too. I love um, the, the people we meet on vacation. But Same. this one, when I picked it up, I'm like, this book is mine (laughs) yes I felt the same way I like smiled through this whole book it's definitely like I love all of her writing and it's been so fascinating to to read the progression from like her YA kind of more fantasy-ish stuff to her contemporary romance I feel it feels like watching an author like find her her thing her place you know like like I love her earlier books they made me sob I like was like oh these are so for me but her later books are so much like these books. It feels like she came into her own. Yes. Um, and I feel like I totally agree with you. I loved um, her other ones, but book lovers just, I just loved it. I really like, okay. I have like a total preference and it's <laughs> just a like me thing, but I love books about books. I love books about I people who love books and who are, <laughs> are writers or readers or own a bookshop or like, um, yes. So, and having a book about an uh, agent, like I've never read one like that. And it was just fascinating to me. I loved it. It, it was so meta, like yes. even from the beginning, she's already talking about tropes and herself yes. as a trope, <laughs> yes. which is hilarious and amazing. And I, I love that element of taking a character that often isn't given justice is made into the villainous and all of these, you know, Hallmark small town love stories. And not that those are bad, but it's, it's shifting and kind of subverting and changing the lens and saying, wait, but who is this person? Yes. Let's take this apart and see who this person who works in the big city, who is career minded, who, actually loves what she does and is very good at it yeah and it's take charge and kind of has a stronger personality let's see what her story is yeah for those who don't know like and and this is covered in the first chapter so it's not really a spoiler but yeah basically what she's done with this book is taken the character the trope from a lot of romance novels where you get a character who goes to a small town and falls in love, but has like a boyfriend or girlfriend back in the big city. That's kind of maybe a little harsh or mean, or kind of like not the greatest character and ends up breaking up with them. And so this is kind of told from the perspective of that person who loves the big city and doesn't go to the small town um, who 
kind of is usually painted as the bad guy that um, becomes the ex. Yes. Um, and it, it's really a fascinating twist on that type of story, which I really loved. And and I agree. I found this character so she was uniquely refreshing in an yes. interesting way, like because Absolutely. she was very unapologetically who she was and um yeah and more aggressive and more assertive and and I found her like there is this side of me that really related to her it's not the side yes. that most people see it's I, definitely this like side that only comes out with family or people who are really close to me but I, I have a tendency to come on a little strong when I'm comfortable with someone and I get really um passionate about the things I care about or a little bit yes. aggressive about the things I'm passionate about. Yes. Um, and I loved that. Like, I just loved seeing that on a page and seeing characteristics that are sometimes, particularly for women, we're told yes. are negative and, um, you know, rude or bitchy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and seeing them portrayed in a way that had just a lot of respect for that character and a lot of um, just kind of sh- shown a light on that. Um, or those stereotypes. Yeah. And I think too, like uh, her like love for editing, it just, in the way she got yes. so like excited about it. Like that is how I feel when I work with my clients and do developmental edits. I get like way too attached to the project and way too like, ah, this would make it so much better. You have to do this. But I love that. I love that passion. And I love that drive as as you said, like from a societal perspective, I think showing the humanity yeah. like uh, behind those traits of this is a human being that is using them rather than a cardboard cutout or a stereotype yes. or it, uh, it does make them rather than a positive negative trait, it makes it a neutral one that, yeah. that can be used in many different ways and that can be used really positively. Yeah. And I think we need to see more things that bring in those types of traits and show them in that way. And I felt like she had elements of myself in as well, but it's without filter. Like, yes, the, yes. when, the when you're unmasked, and like, absolutely. Yeah. like I said, it's not a sign of you like most people know or see, but it's there. Absolutely. Uh, and even her sense of humor it was very mm-hmm. dry and yes. and it it had this great edge to it. It wasn't mean. It was it was though but it was very, sharp. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that word. It was sharp. And I I loved that there's an entire scene where someone gets her humor and is in complete like connection with it. And there's another scene that completely, like, in in contrast to that, is like yes. a complete failing of any of that landing. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's all just um, you know, <laughs> crashing and burning. And I, I loved that, that because it showed that, just like anyone, we're, we're not for everyone. Yeah. And, but there are people where we can be easy with, yes. and there are people that just it won't be a connection but we can still be our authentic selves it's not it is not us to have to make ourselves more palatable in that way mm. um and I just loved that not softening 
of yeah. those edges. Yeah. Uh, I think often, even especially in rom-com movies, yes. since they are written usually by men, um, they often have very softened edges to them. The To the female characters. The female yeah. characters. And I like that she was able to be really messy <laughs> when she needed to be. Yes. She got to be... She didn't have to be like super likable all the time. Like she yes. could be human. And and that was really part, I think, of the refreshing side of yeah. her character as well. Well, I think going along with that, like often when we see a character who is a little more assertive, a female character that is a little more assertive or aggressive or whatever, part of the growth arc is her softening. Yes. And that wasn't where the growth arc was in this book. Like there was still a really nice growth arc to this and the characters did have to face some false beliefs and change, but it wasn't changing that. And and I appreciate that. I love that as well. And the setup of this book, when she meets she meets a an editor at the beginning of the book and it's two years before the main story ends up being and there's this whole like misunderstanding of what happens in that in that scene and this is told through the main character's perspective we don't get shifting back and forth but I love that we get her perspective there Mm -hmm. but we get later on another perspective on that scene of what happened and it I think it just set up having that time jump yeah really allowed a lot of things to kind of become even more entrenched and things to get more complicated yeah these false beliefs to really grow and settle to really Mm -hmm. kind of play yeah it's a great it's a great enemies to lovers too because it isn't yeah. like overly harsh but these characters don't like each other from the get-go yeah. um and that part of this relationship arc is them kind of um opening up to each other and seeing a different yeah. a different lens um yeah I really loved that I think my favorite thing about this book though and the thing that had me like smiling and like multiple times looking up from reading and telling Brian like oh my gosh this book is so good I can't yes. stand it it's so good uh, was the dialogue like yes. I just love yes. the dialogue especially between the two main characters and and between the main character and her sister too like I thought um, absolutely that it was just so good there were a couple places in particular where her banter with the love interest for yes. just had me like grinning so much the the entire bar scene yes like, I was just thinking of that one <laughs> which is early in the book yeah. early ish yeah. um is is it's a delight like yes you just sit there and you're like I don't want this scene to end but my it, cheeks hurt from sorry yeah. <laughs> There's so many just little moments be- where that is like the shining thing, even if they're texting yes. or if they're when there's talking going on back and forth of some form. Yeah. It is just delightful and and buoyant and it sometimes goes a little weird, like with Bigfoot yes. erotica, which we, yes. we have to mention because it, 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 but even like those little inside jokes that then carry on, yes. like the establishment of 
that, the establishment of if you liked this book better than that one, yes, I would judge you. Um, this, the establishment of like they have little rhythms that each of those characters together. You have Nora and Lib her sister Libby, and they have all these little inside jokes that come back and play and crop up. And I, I think that's one of the things I love about Emily Henry is like yes. she doesn't throw those things away. Even the little things that she mentions at the beginning, like pay off in little places and yes. all of a sudden it comes back around and it's like, oh, I didn't expect that inside joke to come back around here. Yeah. And it it's not like she rapid fires them at you and it's overly done, but it's it's these subtle little touches that feel like these relationships are authentic because yes. we do revisit things. Mm -hmm. We do are like, do you remember that? Like we yeah. do yeah. go back and kind of sometimes step back in and just want to recreate something that happened before. And, and that I think really adds to that believability of those, yes. of those things of that, that dynamic. Absolutely. And, and I think really that's like, her dialogue is so believable. And yet, like, even as she's re repeating things or doing callbacks to things, it doesn't feel repetitive yes. and it never feels boring. Like the dialogue yes. never feels like, you know, it, it feels exactly like what it should be like cut out all the boring parts, yes. but still make it feel real. Yes. And I think I heard her, um, interviewed on the shit no one tells you about writing podcast, which is a fabulous interview. Go listen to it. It's great. But one of the things they talked about was her dialogue. And, um, she talked about how, like kind of thinking about dialogue in terms of, I don't remember exactly what the, I think it was tennis, but like, essentially like you're not mm -hmm. just throwing the ball back, you're hitting it askew a little bit. Um, so like you want to kind yes. of like catch the other character off a little bit off guard or like, yeah. like, and that's what you see in her dialogue. If you really look yes. at it closely, like you see, it's not just like a response that just goes right back to the other person. Absolutely. It's like a response that twists something or that goes a little skew. And then the other person responds to that in a way that's a little interesting or different, you yeah. know, like, and it keeps the dialogue feeling so, um, engaging, like, and so just alive. Like it just feels alive. I, I think it's one of her strengths in all of her books, but I think yes. it really shines in this one. I, I definitely agree. And and what each of them, especially Charlie and what Nora say together is always surprising. Like yes. it always goes to surprising places and yes. they go deep, they go to the side, they go all over the place and they have a very similar sense of humor. So you have things that, oh, they surprise them that way, but yes. I'm going to like bring this back and kind of say something else that's funny and then I'm going to go over here and I I think having that when you have have things that you're taking the reader by surprise you're yes. taking the other character by surprise but it also like doing that when you have the great tennis match between Every time Nora and Charlie get yeah. together, it also establishes their rapport, yes. which is great too, because mm -hmm. you're, you're building that while you're also entertaining everyone. Yeah. 
surprise is such a great word for it too, because I feel like so often I read things that feel like I can predict the next line yes. or in the dialogue or like, yes. yeah, okay. The character is going to respond this way in the dialogue or whatever. Uh, and I feel like she, I never feel that with Emily Henry. Like it, it is surprising. And yet it's also not so surprising or out in left field that it feels like, um, like it feels like it's doesn't make sense. Does that, you yes, know, like absolutely. it still feels like it makes sense. And, and I can see why the character, like it's the responses and dialogue are still so rooted in the character themselves yes. that you can see why they responded that way, even when it's totally surprising. <laughs> absolutely. Cause even Libby responds with surprising things. Yes, It's just in Libby's personality which is very yes. different than Nora's yes. and refreshing as well yeah because <laughs> she kind of almost plays the she gets to be a little more like the Hallmark characters in some ways yes and then we find that there's a little more depth under there that we didn't really see at the very beginning but yeah. it's nice to kind of also see someone who they they understand each other well they click well yeah. but their responses are surprising in different ways to one yes. another yeah I, I love sister relationships in general though like and it feels so authentically like the complicated yes. <laughs> love and kind of sometimes frustration and sometimes like we're in these two very specific roles and we yes. don't really love them like these roles a bit there's kind of discomfort there um and so we're kind of having a little conflict between those two roles yeah. but it it felt so authentically grounded in what a sister relationship the tension the love yeah. is in addition to the back and forth of having just all this history yes <laughs> Yes, absolutely. All right, we should wrap up. But I think if you want to study um, relational connectionship, like the connection between characters, um, this is a great book for that. And if you want to study dialogue, absolutely read this book. It's fabulous yes. in that regard, especially. Uh, and we will be doing a class on dialogue coming up very soon. So check our Instagram for exact uh, more information. But the date will be March 2nd at 10 a.m. Arizona time, which is a weird time because we don't um, <laughs> to uh, daylight savings, but uh, we're really excited about it. We're going to talk about dialogue through the lens of Nora from movies from the nineties, particularly you've got mail and sleepless in Seattle and um, when Harry met Sally. And yeah. I think it's interesting to me to tie this in with um, book lovers because yes. I feel like there is so much about Emily Henry's dialogue that reminds me of Nora from and some of the Absolutely. things that Nora from does. So we're really excited about that. We hope you join us and yeah, thanks for listening. Leave a review if you liked this episode and keep reading, keep writing and keep putting your work out into the world.